Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. Playing tiebreaker, and you can as well. I washed a $5 bill with my hands in soap and hot water. I found it in a pile of like our sick laundry. We had had somebody sick and it's waiting for a sanitized load Mm -hmm. and i looked it's five dollars there so i picked it out of there carried it upstairs like it was a dead mouse and i washed it and so michelle is playing tiebreaker michelle is it is it clean now or mary says it's still dirty and she's squirming over in the seats well i think money is very dirty but i think since you washed it in the sink like you did i think it's probably clean because you're the last one that touched it there we go guys i've done some extensive research you have not there is a barrier that will not allow any cleaning products to break through to actually clean the item. I don't know, Mary. I'm always agreeing with you, but this time I don't think so. Yes! Oh, man! <laughs> oh. I can guarantee at some point you said, if God loves me so much, he will get rid of this in my life or he will fix this addiction or release me of this. I have said that for almost 15 years now as I have struggled with anxiety. I'm just tired of dealing with it. But knowing that I have to trust in him as he is meeting me in this in this really tough struggle. And it's good to know that we don't do this by ourselves. Regina wanted to jump in. I was on my way to work and I just wanted to say thank you because it was just what I needed to hear. Aww. It helped me so much. I wanted to say thank you so much for everything that you've done and helping people and struggles that everyone has to go through we're never alone but sometimes we think we are think about how much your skin crawls when you hear this there's no growth that happens within your comfort zone no thank you (laughs) here's the deal though when you hear from someone who has walked that out and it's gotten them to a better place you have to listen okay okay here's a scenario i'm open to this there's ex-wife there's new stepmom. You can imagine how that plays out. See the look on my face right now. That's so much conflict. Yeah, and I've grown up in a divorced home myself, and it's not easy when you're putting all these different people and personalities and um, you know everyone together. It can be a little tricky. But this ex-wife, this new stepmom, after years of really hard conversations, Jeez. they forgave each other. For all the bad things that that one had said about that one or that one had said about that one. And they just said we had to realize that this this picture of family in the times that we're in now was going to look weird, was going to look different. But we knew we could do it if we just acted like adults. Oh, (laughs) yes. That hurts so good. Most airlines require your checked luggage to be under 50 pounds, right? You got to put it on the weight, like the the scale in front of everybody. Well, what happens if you check an item that's less than a single pound? Oh. You get some weird looks. Sydney is a woman from Ohio. Her family bet her she would not check a pool noodle. They were going to the beach. A pool Pool noodle. noodle. She said, "Uh, I'll do it. And she checked a pool noodle. They took video of all of the agents and everybody looking at this thing going, okay, and they let it go. Uh, Yeah. The airline loved it so much that they kind of tracked where this thing was going. And when she came home, Uh they celebrated with a pool noodle party in the baggage (laughs) claim. 
They all had their own. They were waving them around. And they had them strewn all over the place. Have you ever seen anything so strange? Because you've traveled some. so Uh, Yeah, I can't really say that I have. It's interesting. She's gone viral. And then there's this guy. He decided he was going to try to check a cannonball. What? I know, a real cannonball. He he didn't make it through security. <laughs> One of the most uh, spectacular and difficult jobs on the planet, being a parent or mm-hmm. caring for kids, teaching them, whatever it may be. You run into brick walls, it feels like sometimes, but that's why we have friends like Tina Dozer here who has worked with kids. She has raised her own and she's got wisdom on how to really do that training. Go ahead, Tina. Mercy with boundaries. So you lead with mercy and you always set a boundary. Every child I've ever worked with wants a boundary. They want to know what the boundary lines are. And when people tell me, I want to be my child's best friend, I think, well, no, you need to be your child's parent because they need a boundary, right? But the mercy will make you feel like a friend. You lead with mercy. You lead with understanding. You try to understand why they did the things that they did or they're in the room and they can't come out. And then you offer a boundary that says, well, this is as far as it's going to be able to go. We can't allow it to go any further. So this is the boundary line. But mercy with boundaries really requires us to be healthy as well. Yeah. Because sometimes our kids will just wear us out and they will run right past our boundaries. And sometimes we just need them to be good and we have no mercy. So (laughs) it's (laughs) it's not perfection. But it's a process. Always ask yourself, did I lead with mercy? Did I offer a a well-constructed boundary? And if I didn't, let me go back to that child and say, I was too hard on you. But this is the line, and this will always be the line in our household. That combination, after several decades of working with children, is the best combination I can find to raising healthy, happy kids. You can always jump in, share anything. Love to hear where you're at, what's going on. 614-479-1049. What's happening, Heidi? We are on our way home from our vacation. I have to tell you, Josh, I thought of you. We were in Clearwater, and my cousin told me of this restaurant that you can get, you can get like a burger just made of bacon. And it's like more than a BLT. We're talking a lot of bacon. <laughs> One oh. question. Did they weave it together yep. like a basket or was it just stacked on top of itself? <laughs> it was actually weaved, so it See? wouldn't fall off. You yep. would ask that. That's My right. Goodness. I need to have the visual, Mary. I need to know what I'm missing. Okay. Hanging on by a thread. You've either been there or you are there right now. Life's hard. Life's a lot. I sometimes feel like every other day, I'm okay that I'm not. I'm okay that I'm not. It's a roller coaster. And it's so hard to reach out for help, even though you know people care. I have so many awesome people in my life, family and friends, and I find myself so often struggling with sending that text saying, help, I just need prayer. I don't even know what for, I just need prayer. But as I'm talking with God as navigating and just feeling so isolated and disconnected, I know that you have to choose to cling to that lifeline, whether that's actually sending that text to a friend, even though it's hard, or even going online. There's this place called the prayer page through the Rivers website. You don't have to have direct human interaction because maybe you just can't do that right now. You don't have to put your name. You don't have to put details. You can just say, help. Pray. I don't have words. You get to decide what it looks like. It's going there. Also, God's listening. 
It's just knowing that you have that support system always. So just remember, you're not alone. You are loved. And I would encourage you right now to go to this website, riverradio.com. The robots are taking over the world. Strangely, um, that may not be a bad thing. One company has now created a manicure robot. Okay. You put your hand in, (laughs) it paints your nails. Ten minutes, just eight bucks. No? Okay, listen, have you seen any of the pictures of the done nails? I have not. Um, I know I sound judgy, but I'm asking. I I saw a picture of it mid mid paint, and the previous nails looked good. Like uh, they, it really did. I'm sure it scans everything. Like they, they can do this now. That's like us females asking you guys: Would you let a ro- robot with a straight edge blade mm. trim your beard? I see your point. <laughs> Show of hands: Who here has a guilty conscience? Mm. Uh, my hands in the air. Um, Went on a trip last week, and Mary, you've been keeping me accountable to my healthy lifestyle, and so I, yeah. I do feel the need to come clean. Um, I ate all the things. Okay. It, it wasn't really, like, during the meals, there really wasn't much choice. It was either you ate what you got, or you had to, like, eat a bag of nuts or something. Like okay. It, so I just ate, I just went all in and ate all the things. I gained four pounds last week. So Okay. Mm-hmm. My question to you, how do people usually act, react when they fall off the wagon like that? Um, I think for a lot of people, it's hard to bounce back quickly. You yeah. feel a little defeated. Yeah, um, that's true. But through this journey, I've talked a lot about grace with yourself, being realistic, yeah. understanding this is not easy. And I want every person to accept that for themselves, because let me tell you, it is a game changer. I'm not kicking myself. I'm not you know, slamming what I did last week or whatever. It is what it is. I did what I did. (laughs) And so today it's different. Yesterday was different and all of that. I want you to know too, God's not mad at you when you fall off that wagon. Don't be mad at yourself. Just do the next good thing for your health, your journey, your growth. There is freedom there. Live in it. It all started with a pool noodle. (laughs) Sydney had been dared by her family to check a pool noodle as her second bag the airline obliged and then there are people who have done some pretty crazy things just in general without the dare portion of it when it comes to travel i don't know if you remember a few years ago people take therapy pets on flights all the time typically a dog yeah sure she had a therapy peacock a Um, therapy peacock on her shoulder like a parrot I mean, I know it's not a parrot, but it was perched there like a parrot. It was. What? And I mean, they're pretty big, so I don't know. So you called it a therapy peacock. Do you know the sound a peacock makes? No. It's this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll need therapy after the peacock. Does everything have to be a competition? Oh, even including parenting. Yeah. Some of us were built for this, Mary. Some of us were not. <laughs> Marcus, what do you got on this? My wife always called me. She's like, you're the fun parent, and I want to be the fun parent. So yesterday, we went to this place. They have a high ropes course. Ooh. And two of my daughters wanted to do it. And my wife looked at me, and she goes, do you care if I go on the ropes course with them? I get to be the fun parent today. And I go, not at all. <laughs> yeah. My wife gets to the top of the ropes course, and she freezes. <gasps> And she can't move. Oh, no. And after about an hour, she comes back, 
And she looks at me and she goes, I don't want to be the fun parent anymore. Yep. I'm like, what happened, sweetheart? She's like, you win. Oh, but she tried. <laughs> and now, another episode of Year 21 Tweets. Oh, thoughts and prayers to those of you who had to use minty toothpaste because I forgot to pack my daughter's fruit-flavored toothpaste. (gasps) Please respect her privacy at this delicate time. Do superheroes ever get a day off? Oh, I don't think so. They really don't. Well, I want you to know the same thing is for teachers. And I know we just loved on them a bunch towards the end of the school year, and that's absolutely right. But keep this in mind as you start to enjoy your summer. This isn't a guilt trip, uh, but if you built a relationship with any of your kids' teachers this year, shoot them a text, drop them a note, something like that. Because they're still working. Mm. My wife is a teacher and she didn't ask me to do this, but she's in interviews. There are other teachers and people to be added to their team. And so she's gone into the school building for interviews last week, this week. Yeah. And that takes time and effort and and thought and, and all of that. She's teaching summer math Olympics in July. She was asked to teach summer school, but she did say no to that. It was just too much. Yeah. Because plus, our kids, we have four of them, they're doing swimming, basketball, there's orchestra, there's cross-country training. Okay. They're still working, even when they're not working. Just remember, any day is the right day to thank a teacher. You might have seen them on Facebook. I kind of chuckle when I do as well. Someone's asking for a recommendation, but they don't put a specific area, so it's like, All of the United States. Anyone know where I can get a good haircut? Okay, well, let's trim. Let's trim it back a little bit. My name is Josh. And if you're looking for a mortgage company that you can trust that will deal with you on a personal level, then I want to introduce you to United Faith Mortgage. This is what people do, right? You ask for recommendations. I have used United Faith Mortgage for a home purchase and for a refinance, and they've been fabulous every single time. My wife and I, even our realtor, blown away by how awesome the folks at United Faith Mortgage are. On our house purchase, they closed for us in less than 30 days. They answered all my questions multiple times because that's the way I roll uh, for our refinance. And plus, this is so cool. They're partners with The River because their core is the same as ours, faith and family. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York, animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.